Hey, what's up everybody? This is Taylor from Game Devs Quest with this week's quick tip. We haven't done one in a little bit, but I think I got a good one for you. So those of you guys who are like me, you work full-time, have an hour lunch, best thing you could do at that hour lunch, pack your own lunch, save some money, save some time, only takes like 10 or 15 minutes to eat, and then spend the rest of your lunch working on some game dev or you know, reading something you, you've really wanted to read for a while. I get a lot done every week just by spending 45 minutes a day on my lunchtime working on the things that I actually want to work on. So next time you have the option of, you know, going down to Subway and getting some to you know, sandwich to eat or whatever, try and pack a lunch instead and then take that extra time to use it productively. Game Devs Are you waiting for me? <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> How are y'all doing? Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Game Devs Quest. That's right. And for those of you fresh to the loop, fresh to the dupe, we are your once weekly podcast that follows two Game Dev Scrubs into Game Devdom. If we can do it, you can too. I'm Taylor. I'm Rhett. Just kidding. <laughs> you committed way too uh, firmly to that, and I'm really, I actually became concerned for the briefest of moment that somebody would be like, oh, okay, yeah, he's Taylor and he's red. All right. For a second, I thought you said, for a brief moment, I actually thought I was Taylor. <laughs> no, no. I can't fly that close to the sun. That's right, dude. My wings would be singed. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I, I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. Welcome, y'all. We got a good one today. It's going to be quick. Yeah. Yeah, so we have concluded our illustrious giveaway. Yes. And we had many, many uh, entries, lots of people using the hashtag, lots of retweets, lots and lots of stories that just tug on your heartstrings about how they always wanted Game Maker Studio 2 and how their Nana just couldn't afford it on <laughs> Christmas Day. <laughs> And how they had to pull extra shifts at the tar factory and <laughs> and the coal mine just to be able to save up enough to not buy it still. Right. Um, the question is then, why is it so much money? <laughs> I know. Us indie know. devs can't afford it. <laughs> and that's where we come in. That's right. With our, with our badass mystery donor. Yeah. Um. We get to look like heroes, and we get to make Christmas come early in 2019. Yeah, for two lucky people. Yeah, we have. Uh, we did the drawing this morning, and uh, I'm excited. We got some cool, some cool stories. I want to read their tweets when we get there. Because we... can we read like some of the other tweets that people sent? Because there was some, like you know, some good ones. Uh, give me a second. Let me. I guess we don't have to do that. Uh. Well, shoot, now I just lost the tweet that I was going to read. Well, you shouldn't have done anything. You should have just let me do it. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm also, like, recovering from apparently the worst flu I've had in forever. 
and uh, I told Taylor all about it. And yeah, he... it, I honestly dry heaved. You're Re- so sensitive. Well, it's not really about everything. It's about the way you described how you hawked up phlegm into a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that like kicking that over on a bad day <laughs> yeah so gross um, dude uh yeah I, I just read it in text form too and i just imagine yeah. like i imagine the the hawking sound the spitting sound and then like the contact between your loogie and like the rest of the loogie pile <laughs> dude loogie is a very tame word for what was happening oh my god no, it was like, it was its own ecosystem inside dude, your was nasal cavity. Horrible, yeah. Well, it wasn't just, dude. Here's the thing, like, and you're imagining it coming out of my sinuses. Yeah, like it was coming from my lungs. That's probably why it was so nasty. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. And there was like blood in there and stuff too. Oh my so god. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of when I was describing like when Bailey almost sliced her thumb off yeah and like everybody tweeted at me that day and they're like just don't ever do that again <laughs> just don't ever Ugh. talk about that <laughs> bro like not even kidding we're like about to annou- announce these winners and we're putting everyone through hell like my i just about dry he- <laughs> jesus okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i was just trying to tease you but uh there's something about that specific thing that just really gets me grossed out, dude. Because it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, it really is. Um, All right, let's get to the winners. Yeah. I'm okay. glad you but survived, anyway, by the way. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. I had a fever of like 104 at one point. Dang. Um, yeah, just like drifting in and out of dreamland. Mm-hmm. Um, really bizarre dreams. Drinking milk of the poppy. <laughs> son i didn't i just <laughs> yeah, I you just weren't that close Tylenol. to death yeah uh well yeah i wasn't i didn't feel that sick up until like bailey took my temperature and she's like holy shit and i was like oh i am really sick like, <laughs> uh, yeah it was but anyway watched, it was one of those of uh, animal kind of temperature or thermometers <laughs> she took it from my butt <laughs> yeah well, she didn't even have a thermometer. How did she know then? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just, don't know. I was trying to make like a finger in the butt joke, oh, but it God. didn't work. But anyway, just she by, just got really sensitive touch, fingertips. She's like, oh, wow. Yeah, you're she's definitely like, 104. <laughs> I can tell when you're regular temperature. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is not it. <laughs> uh, wow. Anyway, we're off the Yeah, end, wow, you know. dude. These last Sorry few. to tarnish your guys' giveaway, but... <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was. Yeah. All right. So okay, here we go. Uh. Yeah. So we drew two winners today. I'm excited for it. We yeah. have. Uh, and. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, we had a lot of a lot of people with a lot of great ideas. Because if you remember, we asked for your game idea, um, that you would use Game Maker Studio to make, and we had a lot of really fun ones. Um. I and. I think the way that we <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I think one of the ones we drew is one of the funnest ones, so go ahead. I, I agree. And I was gonna say though, I was gonna say that uh the way that we did it, it wasn't based on like merit of the ideas or anything like this. It was completely random based on the hashtag, based on things like that and retweets. So yep. um 
we just let a, a random number generator kind of do the work for us. And so, like, don't think that just because, like, your idea wasn't picked that it was a bad idea. Yeah, we were, like, um, going through the list, like, scrutinizing it, each one, one by one. You know, yeah. I don't like this idea, and then we cross it, it off. No. Taylor's right. It was a points-based system with yeah. merits for ideas that uh, touched on uh, any idea that hit really close to home <laughs> for us. And <laughs> yeah, we spent the last four weeks contemplating each idea. It. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, like we couldn't even know if these ideas were worth it or not until we freaking prototyped them and played them. That's so, right. yeah, like, you your can, ideas are now ours. Sorry, you can find all of your your prototypes up on YouTube. In fact, the two winners were me and Taylor. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Just kidding. No. Anyway, do you want to read uh, one of these winners? Yeah. All right. So, winner number one. Before you read the user, read the game. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right. So our first winner uh, said they would like to make a Rugrats RPG, but with neoclassical architecture with a surreal atmosphere featuring uncanny dialogue and jarring non-diegetic imagery. The core game mechanic is raising horses like Neopets, and the Rugrats are all voiced by H. John Benjamin. (laughs) (laughs) Who's H. John Benjamin? I don't know. That was that was what I wasn't sure about uh, when I first oh, read this. Oh, okay, but... yeah, yeah, Bob's Burgers. Oh, that guy. Okay, dude. That actually, that would be amazing. All of the Rugrats voiced by him sound just like Bob. <laughs> yeah, what else does he do? Uh, he does Archer, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure what else, but um. Yeah, that's such a cool idea. A Rugrats RPG with about racing horses? What? <laughs> <laughs> this is the that's the idea that gets me really excited. It's just the this like all of a sudden you get this kind of um like pseudo animal raising slash breeding minigame, kind of like Chocobos on Final Fantasy yeah. or Well, and it's like you find out uh partway through the game that you're you're actually a rugrat, and the horses are actually stuffed animals. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. <laughs> there you go. That's my addition to your idea. Should we say who it is? Yeah, go ahead. All right. And knowing this person, you wouldn't be surprised by the way they described it. This is uh, at Otakins. So shout out to my boy, another Tay. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Ote was on my Twitch stream a lot back in the day, and he's, uh, he's a member of the Discord, so happy for you, bro. We'll get in contact with you to get you Game Maker Studio, uh, A-Sprite, and Ritmic, or Right Mike, however you say that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you, <laughs> you are our number one winner. Congrats, dude, and we're looking forward to playing that uh, Rugrats RPG. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, and winner number two said, the game I would love to make is a Stardew Valley-style game with a story twist in which some crime, possibly murder, happens and you have to get involved with the village to catch the criminal. Which, after spending, like, the last couple months playing a ton of Stardew Valley, that sounds so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I could see that actually being, like, a pretty long story arc in Stardew Valley. 
That would so, be cool. Yeah, so I like that. Maybe idea. the next Stardew, uh, the the next Stardew like DLC. Yeah, it's like Murder on the Orient Express, except yeah. it's like something else. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like freaking Agatha Christie murder mystery. And the people that play Stardew Valley are like so into the characters. So imagine like if oh. one of them died. <laughs> oh, like. Because there's huge backstory with everybody. Like, for instance, so Ali has been playing Stardew a lot, and now both of us are getting all these, like, uh, things coming up on our Google feed, our news feed about Stardew. And there's so much, like, Reddit lore and all this stuff going on with it. And so, like, one of the people, um, Shane, in the game, he's, like, basically the village uh, drunk and so he's kind of an asshole like the whole time that you interact with him and then i guess if you start like befriending him you see that he's in like this spiraling depression and it turns out that he's like suicidal and you kind of bring him out of this like really dark period in his life and so it's like super deep and all of these characters have some story like that so imagine getting to know some character like that and then it turns out that one of them got murdered like (laughs) yeah dude that would be crazy that would devastate some people i know it's crazy yeah all right so winner number two uh he's been around since pretty close to the inception of gdq didn't he do this is the thing i should have looked this up wasn't he one of the like first people that did uh omg jam i think he did omg jam 2 yeah he was like one of the first people to do omg jam 2 i remember like feeling like i played like he had one of the only like 3d entries yeah his was kind of like the minecraft game that um, was the one yeah right yep that i'm not was making the that one. up okay yep. uh, and it was like a little adventure thing and you had to like yeah, you had to, like, chop down the trees and, like, build a yeah. workbench and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, so he goes way back, uh, probably to, like, 2017. Um, but this is Golden Donkey Production, at Golden Proj on Twitter. Thanks for sticking with us, man. I guess it pays off. You get you get something for hanging with us. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so, awesome. Yep. That was pretty fun. Again, uh, thank you to our anonymous donor for being super generous. Uh, yeah. building out not one but two packs that were you know pay to play software it's a big deal yeah so. it is really cool and it's something like me and taylor talked a lot about you know over the course of this whole thing is this idea of like always wanting to put together like you know almost like a, a like a gdq like scholarship or something right yeah uh-huh. and what's really cool is that you know somebody kind of just grabbed onto the spirit of what we're trying to do here and ran with it and Again, like we get to look like the cool ones and like we're never going to be able to thank our donor enough for shelling out all this cool stuff and helping out with the community because this is like the type of stuff we want to do. And like for some reason, we just, I guess, never found the means, never found the time, things like that. So yeah, I think we're going to have to like dig a little harder now because (laughs) uh, I really like I really like being able to like get back to our community like this and being able to like put tools in the hands of people that are going to like benefit from them. Totally. So. Yeah, it's kind of a jump start for us, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Now we have the pressures on us to keep up that that level of... Of, uh, of excellence. Of excellence, yeah. So, um, also, cool. uh, shout out to Anecdote for the cool animation that he made for us again. That was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the uh, on our 
Twitter. Yeah. Um, for that. And oh, by the way, wow, did we miss this, bro? I got a new website up. Uh, it's not up yet, but it's ready to deploy. Oh yeah, dog. <laughs> How'd you do on the music? <laughs> really well, dude. Yeah, it's it's done. But you're not gonna be able to hear it for a while because I'm in that like really delicate mastering <laughs> phase where I got I got to get it all sounding perfect. You were hoping you were gonna win the the contest so you can get right mic, huh? Yeah, I was really <laughs> waiting to get right mic before because otherwise, how am I supposed to make music? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, I procrastinated and then got super fucking sick. <laughs> And the whole time I was thinking like, I'll I'll get better tomorrow and I'll yeah. get right to work. <laughs> and then that just never happened. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know what? So I'll be gone all week this week, starting tomorrow. And you're going to have to hold down the fort for an episode. So I'll leave it to you then, dude. Okay. Yeah. yeah fuck off. It's my show now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just make the music live on the podcast, and everybody's like, this is so boring. Dude, that would actually be pretty dope. And in fact, uh, if you remember, I talked about, what was the name of that podcast? I think it's called Sound Bites. It's a sort of game dev-themed music or sound production podcast. Yeah, it's called Sound Sound Bites. And there's a couple episodes where they do field recording as the episode they like go out and record things and they talk about the way their equipment is set up and you know why they might how they might edit it and that sort of thing uh and there is one episode where the dude decides to just live on the podcast um build a sound effect and he's i think he chose like a robot and he you know just goes through his library and like picks stuff and builds it out so that might actually be kind of a cool one it gets us back to that production point or whatever. Yeah, know? it could be, but that's like a lot of work, I think, just because like there's no way I, I'm going to be able to do it in like one, like just flip on the switch and start going yeah. and then be done in an hour. Like, Yeah, I would have to be edited down pretty heavily. But... Right, exactly. <laughs> but I could like do like a postmortem on it. Yeah, um, that'd be pretty cool. Do like a, a song exploder type thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever listened to that where... Like the idea is like you ever see the like they call it like the exploded images of things like like they would do like an exploded image of a computer and that way you can see each piece oh. of the computer and like yeah, see what totally. it does yeah and I like know what where you're it would about. fit and stuff yeah so they do like song exploder and they basically do that where you're getting like an exploded image of the song and they take you like piece by piece through the like the recordings and they they oh, play cool. like yeah they play like each um track on its own so you can hear like what they were doing and like sometimes you pick up on things that were unintentional like there's one i was listening to where the pedal on the piano they were using was was squeaky Mm -hmm. but it added to like the ethereal feeling that they were going for so they like left it (laughs) and uh you know other times you get like a knock from like your speakers or something like that and they leave so it's kind of cool just to hear like what they were going for and how they did it that's a cool idea man i like it yeah Maybe I'll do that. We'll see, though. We'll cool. see. All right. Well, um, if I have time today, I'm going to try to uh, post the website, get it up. Uh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, I'll show it to you afterwards, too. Cool. Um, so what else did we have to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I have some updates for this week if you want me to dive in. Real quick, I did want to talk about Tickled. 
what is tickled remind me the pod or excuse me the documentary i was telling you about oh yeah uh yeah so i watched this documentary one day when i was sick and i got it from reddit because reddit just like won't shut up about it and they're like they were like if you could describe it in one word you know and they're like watch it (laughs) it's like oh okay so anyway it starts off as this like weird thing this journalist who watches weird videos on the internet and then does stories on them he watched this video of like competitive tickling where they like hold a guy down and they tickle him just for as long as possible i guess and he was like huh this is weird so he like did some digging and found out like where the video came from and he reached out to the production company and they just they responded back being like uh you know like we can't have a homosexual journalist involved with this and just like slurred him basically every like homosexual slur you can think of and he's like huh what a weird response asking for more information like what just for me and asking more information so he did some more digging and like it turned into this big conspiracy this like weird underground tickling scene that ended up like having ruined a lot of people's lives because like the person at the top is like this weird cyber bully wow and he just keeps pulling on these threads, pulling on these threads, pulling on these threads. And he finds the person at, at, that was at the top of it. And, like, they had ended up having gone to prison for years for, like, crimes involved with this, like, tickling thing. And, like, <laughs> dude, it was so weird. It was so weird. So it's less about watching the ins and outs of this competitive endurance tickling and more about watching, like, the conspiracy that is at the center of it. Wow, that's so weird. It was really weird. <laughs> I'd watch it, though. It sounds interesting. It's on Hulu, nice. and it's really good. I, I really do recommend it because it's it, it's all about, like, seriously, like, this person is, like, posing as other people, and they're, like, they're targeting vulnerable people to be involved in these, like, tickling videos, which, like, on the surface are, quote-unquote, competitive. It's, like, this new sport and blah, 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 but... It's, like, really sexualized. It's, like, more for somebody's, like, sexual gratification than anything. Huh. And they, like, pay these people a bunch of money to be involved in these videos, and they say they're going to be private use only. Well, and then when they've got their kicks off after a few years, they just, like, publish all the videos publicly. And then they they basically just dox this person. They find out all of their family members, all of their coworkers, and they send the videos and they're like, do you really want to be associated with somebody who does this? Like, it's this underground gay sport and they like ruin these people's lives. Damn. Yeah. It's, That's crazy. I, I can't recommend it enough. It was just, it twists and turns, my man. Twists and turns. <laughs> and they fly, like he found out that there's a bunch of money behind this thing because he he just wrote a blog about the video and they re- sent all these like cease and desist like we're going to see you in court in the US and in New Zealand and he's like am i in over my head with this whole thing <laughs> and they end up flying these like representatives first class from New York to New Zealand and he's like okay so there's some big money behind this all right and he he ends up like waiting at the airport for these guys to show up with like a rainbow sign and he doesn't know like what flight they're on. So he gets there like 5 a.m. and just waits all day for them to get in. <laughs> and at first it's like really cordial. And they're like, oh, wow, it's like it's great to meet you. Like, you know, it's really cordial. But then they're like, oh, <laughs> he sees that they're filming him from like far away. And they're like, are we on camera? And he's like, oh, yeah, but that shouldn't be a big deal. And they're like, uh, no, 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 I don't consent to this. And he goes, oh, well, in New Zealand, like we have this thing where – we can film people in public. It's called the law. 
Wow. It was really funny. And then, you know, like later on, he gets cornered and he's like, well, you're being a journalist in America on a tourism visa. And he's like, what? No, I'm not. I'm a fucking, I'm on a journalist visa. It was just so funny. Uh, anyway, great documentary. Huh. Yeah. We'll have to check it out. We, I, well, actually last night, uh, we were trying to, uh, there's the new serial, not serial, but it's like, yeah, the, I saw that on uh, HBO. Yeah. The same story, different angle, basically on HBO. And we were trying to log into HBO go, but for whatever reason, our Roku was like having trouble. So we skipped it, but that's something I want to watch too. Yeah, me too. I saw that that came out last night. So yeah. Anyway, other than that, uh, you've just been hawking up Lukies. <laughs> just hawking up. Lu- oh, one other gross thing about that too is when oh, my God. fever broke. When my fever, like I don't know if you've ever had a fever, and when it breaks, like your ability to sweat comes back. Oh yeah. Because like obviously your body shuts off sweating so that you can like have a fever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my fever breaks one night, and I wake up, and I'm like, "What is going on? I'm like so cold and all of this stuff." And I eventually just had to get out of bed and change my clothes. Like everything was soaked. Like my underwear Ugh. was soaked. My bed was <laughs> soaked. And I was like, did I pee myself? Like did Bailey pee? wet the bed? Like my blankets were soaked. The sheets were soaked. Like I ended up just having to like completely change clothes and like throw all my blankets onto the floor and get like new blankets and everything. Cause it was just like literally as like a balloon popped or something. <laughs> it was so gross. Yeah. Well, for me too, I don't know if this is, you have the same thing, but when it's like really cold and then you cover up with like really heavy blankets or whatever, you'll, I'm freezing when I go to bed and then I'll wake up and I'll just be drenched. Yeah. So it's been really cold lately. So that's been happening to me a lot lately. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But you probably add a ton to it with the fever. Well, so. especially, yeah. Cause I'm coming down like what, I guess like five degrees or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, it was weird, man. It, yeah. And it's just a lot of water, a lot of water. And then it like, this might be TMI, but it all kind of like, I think because it's also a mechanism for your body to shed all of the like viruses and stuff that are in you mm-hmm. and you can shed them from all points rather than just like urinating them out. And so there's this like weird sort of like funky smell that like, isn't like BO. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's just this like weird <laughs> sort of like, I just couldn't help but think that like, this is what dead flu virus smells oh, God. like, you know, <laughs> it was so funky. Uh, so yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Anyway, oh, you made go it. ahead. Yeah. I feel a lot better. I do got to say like, I'm back on my feet. Like, you know, good. Yeah. You sound like, fine. S- yeah. Other so. than like a slight cough. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of annoying but it definitely beats laying in bed wishing i was dead for a whole week (laughs) like i literally lost a whole week's worth of work so yeah dang dude um well for me let's see uh we've continued going hard on the house hunt um so yesterday we saw after after yesterday we've seen 29 houses Hmm. which to me seems like a lot but i don't know um and we finally put in a second offer uh pretty cute little house that it's been like revamped just recently and like a really good revamp like all nice like nice new countertops the kitchen is awesome uh nice like 
it's like wood planks that they have on the floor. Um, yeah. But and it has like this cool upstairs that's not like a it's not like a bedroom or anything, but it's like the whole upstairs is one room. Yeah, like a loft type thing. It's yeah, it's basically like a loft, and uh, I think that if we get the house, that would be an office, and it's kind of like. It's not necessarily an A-frame, but it has like those slanted sides, um, which makes just kind of an interesting little space that's really cozy. So. That's how my old house was in Mount Angel. I don't know if you ever went upstairs there, or even if you were ever at my house in Mount Angel. Yeah, I think so. I don't but, really remember it. But uh, Well, so granted, like upstairs, we had two bedrooms and a bathroom. But okay. if when you went upstairs, it came into like what I called the landing and that was like a secondary office slash like living room space. Mm-hmm. Like we had another TV in there and like a little couch okay, and a desk I, and everything. Yeah, I kind of do remember that now that and, you say it. And part of what made our house so difficult was that we had a lot of tall stuff. And the downstairs didn't really have any places to put it, like bookshelves and stuff. Yeah. And there's no place upstairs because of that same reason, right. slanted ceilings. And our bedroom was upstairs underneath a slanted ceiling like that. <laughs> so it was kind of, it was really, really interesting. But yeah, it lends to like a really cozy vibe. Right. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried about how we would put furniture and stuff up there because of those slants. Yeah, um, you basically wouldn't put anything tall. Yeah. But I think it'll work out like... For the space, we wouldn't have to buy too much additional furniture, which would be nice. Yeah, um, we can just bring what we have, and it and uh, it would kind of fill up most of the place. So that would be nice. And the the thing I'm actually really excited for, even though like I do want a garage, they this one doesn't have a garage per se. They they converted this like outside garage into another kind of like shop or living space and it's like perfect uh for a gym so what we're thinking about doing is picking up some of that rubber flooring that you see in the gyms laying it down and then getting like a treadmill we already have a weight set and there'd be like there'd be plenty of room so if we wanted a second machine we could probably get one mount a tv up in there just like take yeah you know take that whole I, i don't know need for a, an, a gym membership away and all yeah. that stuff. So pretty excited about that. Um, and then the backyard is kind of small, but less maintenance, less maintenance. Yeah. And it's, it's not really well done yet. Like the grass uh, needs to be replanted probably. Um, but I'm kind of excited to just take that and shape it into what you want, what we want it to be basically. Yeah. So uh, that's exciting. I'm excited yeah. for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, I so we put in the offer yesterday. We haven't heard back, but we were the first offer, which yeah. is cool. The last house we were like the fourth offer, so um, we're supposed to hear back today. Um, in fact, I just got a text from our realtor, so um, <laughs> I have to go in and do a couple little things for that today. But yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping for it. We'll keep you posted. Uh, beyond Sweet. that. Um, I've been really digging into mono game this week. I got a course on Udemy. Oh, nice. And I ended up just going through it, the whole thing this week. Um, it was only like eight hours, so it was pretty brief. But got me up and running to the point where I felt pretty confident and not exactly where I'd be at with Unity, but enough to make a game in it. So that was kind of fun. 
the other thing that's been fun, I think I've already talked about this, but Manbeard Games is like launching this initiative now, basically, where he's like full on creating tutorials, streaming tutorials of him making games and stuff with Monogame. Yeah. And uh, I think on the horizon, he might be making a Udemy course, which is so cool. Nice. That's really dope. <laughs> yeah. When I was uh, looking for Monogame courses on Udemy, I searched for it and there's only four hits. And of the four, only two of them are in English. So pretty small or pretty pretty nice little niche there. Yeah, yeah. So... I think that'd be perfect for him. And like the course I took was good, but it was very beginner. And Manbeard Games, I feel like could go super in depth and, you know, target the intermediate programmers a lot more. Yeah. Uh, so be cool. I'm excited to see what he does. Um, yeah. And like yesterday, I think I talked a couple of weeks ago about me and Anecdote trying to do Crass Jam together. Um, which failed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this week I've been working on a little prototype after I finished the course uh, for something similar to what we talked about, uh, which would basically be like this little pirate ship game uh, that would be a roguelike, and you just kind of like sail around this randomly generated terrain, fighting bad guys and picking up supplies and transporting them, doing little missions and stuff. And so this week I did some procedural generation, which like basically builds this little island, like archipelago kind of a place, hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. I was, I was excited that I got it working because now it basically generates these fairly decent looking islands. And then first it, it sets down water and then grass, and then it builds the islands, and then it also builds beaches. So there's like oh, these nice. separate steps. Yeah, so... Like once it makes a little island, it calculates uh, this kind of the shape of the island and puts down dirt tiles or sand tiles on the edges. So it's pretty neat. I was excited for that. That's really cool. Um, so I'll be working on that when I get back from Las Vegas, which is where I'm going next week. By the so, way, what are you going to Vegas for? Just uh, well, so there's the Pac-12 basketball tournament. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is the main thing. My mom and my dad, uh, for my sister's 30th birthday, they took her on a trip, basically, and so they wanted to be even. <laughs> I know. And so they they really wanted uh, to do something with me for my 30th birthday, which isn't until May, but this will work. Um, is Alia going with too? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep, so we'll be gone next week uh, watching a lot of basketball. The cool thing, like the Ducks haven't had a great season. I, I mean, it's been fine, but they've not been consistent. But they're peaking right now. Nice. Um, they've won four straight and pretty dominant victories. Uh, and then the last game that they played was against Washington, who were the Pac-12 champions, and they beat them by like 15. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So and away. What I said it looks like a runaway se- uh, end to the season. So hopefully, yeah they they got a decent drawing for their uh, for the bracket too. They'll, they're playing Washington State. They got a their six seed, and then they played Washington State first, who they've beat both times. And then after that, they play Utah, who I think they also beat. 
Nice. Both times. So, yeah, it's looking like we'll hopefully at least see two games of theirs. Um, but we have tickets to all the games, so oh, a lot of basketball. Dude, that's gonna be so cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm I can't like uh, I can't imagine a cooler place to like be able to watch sports. Like, yeah, it's just everybody's so invested in it. Granted, right. like you know, because like sports betting is legal in Las <laughs> Vegas, you know, right? So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That- I I probably won't do any gambling. Maybe a tiny, tiny bit. Um, but just since we're potentially buying a house and everything i don't want to do anything too crazy but nah, dude up you dude it's an investment purpose here. you can get <laughs> you just re-up your money yeah uh, that's what the addicts say dude so i will be afk probably for the next week i might try and peek in the discord here and there but it's gonna have to be you and the crew holding it down yeah you know it <laughs> Just That's me and the gang. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the scoop, though. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about, or should we wrap up since uh Oh, yeah, I think we're do. at about a good place. Let's do it. Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, uh, thanks, guys, for participating in the giveaway. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate the turnout we got. Yeah. Congrats to Ote Kins and Golden Donkey Productions. We'll be in contact with you guys soon. Get you your keys and uh, yeah, make some yeah, sweet right. games. You're going to be excited to see what you guys make with those. And um, yeah, if uh, you're upset with the results of the giveaway, too bad. That <laughs> sucks. <laughs> but yeah, you guys can tweet at us regardless at Game Devs Quest. Email us gdq at airpodcast.com. Um, you can go check out our sweet ass new website at gamedevsquest.com. Um, yeah, hopefully it'll be up soon. Yeah. And, uh, if you'd like to support us financially, you can do so by hopping on over to Humble Bundle and using our link bit.ly forward slash GDQ hyphen humble. And whatever you buy scrapes a little bit off the top and kicks it over to us, helps keep the lights on. And also you can join our Discord, bit.ly forward slash GDQ Discord. And we look forward to seeing you guys in there and having a chit-chat. It's going to be a good time. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for sticking with us. This is episode 104, so technically it's the two-year mark. Pretty sick, dude. There it is, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, look forward to hopefully some new music soon. Maybe I'll do that pretty soon and podcast about it and stuff. Um, We'll see, though. And, uh, shit, there was something else I was going to say. Don't know. OMG Jam 6. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be happening soon, we swear. But It will, yep. Uh, it's just a matter of scheduling on our end. Yep. We're both busy boys. Cool, guys. Well, have a good week. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Do that music. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs>